can I just say, first of all, that we uh, have looked at this note and we know that nobody has put their name to this briefing document. And it appears that nobody takes responsibility for its content. And it's regrettable that nobody um, is answering questions about the content of this note. Somebody should be more accountable. What I'm saying to the ED in, at UHL experienced consistent high levels of overcrowding. And the current situation is just not serving the needs of any of the patients. And the fact is that unnecessary deaths are occurring. And we have proof of this. And when it comes to the actual uh, reasons against reopening the A&Es that have been outlined by the HSE, do you feel that any of that is warranted or, or any of that adds up? Okay, well, as far as advances in resuscitation, uh, ambulance in queues at overcrowded EDs are not reaching patients in a timely manner anyway. Many areas of rural Clare, Tipperary, Limerick are written off as dead zones because local acknowledgement in the event of an accident, the chances of survival are low because it's not possible to be reached on time by emergency services. Also, he mentioned the relationship between emergency teams providing high volumes of service he says there's better outcomes in time critical conditions where clinicians delivering the care treat high volumes of patients. But this argument was put forward to justify the downgrading of Ennis. And that was 15 years ago. Does it argue, Hillary, that these reasons have been put forward against the reopening of the A&Es, but no solution has been yes, Sean. Yes, Sean. On more than one occasion, we have spoken about this on more than one occasion. And we keep going back to we have a Model 2 and we need a Model 3. They also said that the note states um, that these interventions cannot be provided at a Model 2 hospital such as Ennis. But we know this. Our campaign is looking for patients to have a Model 3 in the region. So the, the, all of this is nothing that we have not heard before. At the moment, the, the, the clinical officer should look again at the current situation in UL, UL Hospital Group because we're different to any other place in the county. We don't have a Model 3 hospital in Clare. Having gone through the process of the Public Petitions Committee only to get this yes. response, is it discouraging or does it drive you on to pursue this further? Um, it's kind of sad in one way. Um, We're very conscious of what can happen to one member of the community, can happen to any one of us. The only question is, which one of us will it be next? So there's an urgent, urgent need for deep scrutiny on the clinical advice. Because we're going to have to, we have to keep fighting for our Model 3 hospital. It's vitally important for Ennis, Nina and Tipperary that there is another hospital that they can go to, another A&E. The minor injury clinic and the hours of opening. Um, they don't cater for children under the age of five and people who fall sick after 8pm in Clare, Limerick and North Tip have no option but to go to ED. So even if we had, and they, we were promised, a 24-7 service in Ennis would at least alleviate some of the problems. Just finally, Hilary, the, the point was made by uh, Independent Councillor Michael Begley that while obviously you're seeking a, a full reopening of all three emergency departments, he proposed that it could be done on a phased basis. For example, St John's could be extended by a couple of hours in the evening. Is that something that the campaign group would entertain at any point or, or is it simply seeking a full reopening? To be honest, piecemeal is not good enough now. Uh, you know, opening for a couple of hours here and there. Um, these promises have been made before. I mean, when we were up at the petitions committee, we did ask for an extended 24-7 service in Ennis and we have seen we have not seen any of it yet. So every bit helps, but if none of it's actually been done, what's the point? 